Hello, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to explain why you might hear ads like this before, during, or even after an episode. We're a small but mighty team here at Realm, and to help fund our shows, we promote products or services that we think you'd enjoy from a variety of sponsors. If any of our ads interest you, one of the best ways to support us is by visiting the link or using the promo code in the ad. It's pretty much a win-win since you can get some great deals and we can keep making awesome shows like this one. You can also visit realm.fm slash partners for more information about our sponsors and how to access the different promotions. Thanks again for joining us in our corner of the universe. Listen away. On a remote island in frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. This episode contains intense moments of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode one, First Date. It's 4.30 on Friday at Music City Computers. The office is modest, just another space that sits in a strip mall. As per usual at the end of the week, all the technicians are in the office instead of on a call. Porter, a rather ordinary-looking man of 28, sits at his desk. One of his co-workers, Connie, sits across from him, packing up her backpack. Got any big plans this weekend? I'm going bowling tonight. That sounds downright fascinating. Date? I think so. Hmm, now I'm intrigued. It's with Jen. Jen. Jen? Yeah. Genevieve. Yeah. And you don't know if it's a date. Well... Porter, this is fantastic. I mean, not that you don't know it's a date, but that it might be. Harry, Porter's going out with Jen tonight. So? On a date. Wait, what? My man, you finally grew some balls. (laughs) Thanks, I think. Oh my god, you have to tell us all about it on Monday. I mean, as long as she knows it's a date, too. (laughs) (laughs) If my limited memory of bowling in college still stands, I think I have a chance of beating you. (laughs) There's a chance. And I thought I was rusty. Still my game. Not so fast, hotshot. I might pick up this spare. Maybe help a girl out? You don't need my help. Humor me. Okay. This is a pretty easy pickup. You just need to line up your foot with the pins. Like this? No, no, more like this, there. Now just keep your eye on the ball. Who suggested bowling again? Pretty sure that was you. All right, next time, remind me not to. Next time? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, 
We could invite some more people, if you want. Don't hurt yourself, Porter. I'd love to have a next time. You want to bowl another round? Nope. I'm hungry. Let's grab some food and make this a proper date. <laughs> Could I get a water, please? Sure thing. How's work? Good. Steve is still trying to talk me into going back to school for my law degree. You should. Maybe. But I kind of like this level of responsibility, you know? I just, I work my hours and get to go home afterwards. I guess that's true, too. Here's your burger. Oh, thanks. What about you? Any juicy client stories? No. A little slow lately. What the hell, Porter? What? We've known each other for like 15 years. This is the first time you haven't been talking my ear off. Sorry? I'm still me. I know. Then stop being weird. Okay. So, what took you so long? What? What took you so long to ask me out? Even though I'm not even sure you did that exactly. I guess you did. Hey, Jen, would you like to go bowling this Friday? Is kind of like asking me out, but not really. That's not what I said. Hopefully you're a little slicker with the ladies than that. Funny. I thought so. This felt different, though. It was definitely different for me. It's a good difference. Yeah. had a great time tonight. I thought you might laugh or something. What do you mean? We totally laughed tonight. No. Why it took me so long to ask you out. Why would I laugh at you? I don't know. Do you want me to walk you up? No, I'm good. I mean... Now who's being weird? Sorry. Do you want to come up? I'm pretty sure I have some of that beer you hate. That's cool. Probably a good idea to just call it a night. Breakfast tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I guess I could come up. Porter. <laughs> Nine work for you? Nine what? Nine in the morning. Breakfast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nine's good. I'll see you in the morning. See you in the morning. <laughs> so there, Connie. She knew it was a date. Oh, Porter, if you were going to text me, you should have just come up. What was that? Hello? I have a knife, do you hear me? And I I'm calling the police! Hey, Jen, I'm here. Jen! I'm, I'm coming in. Hope you're decent. 
Jen, did you hear me knock? Are you ready? <laughs> Sorry I'm a little late. Of all the things Porter expected to greet him this morning, this was not on the list. Genevieve, with her brilliant red hair piled in a loose bun on top of her head, sits up very straight, arms in her lap. Tears run down her face, and her entire body trembles, because strapped around her torso is a vest with a neat bundle of wires attached to small square gray packs. A suicide vest. Jen, what the hell is this? What? I'm so sorry. No, you didn't. He was here in the apartment when I got home. I can't. I just woke up here. I wish I could have called you, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm sorry. Sorry. Stop saying that. Who wouldn't let you? Who did this? I can't. But now I have time to do things I love while Roby does the work for me. Genevieve can't remember much. She'd been fighting through layers of consciousness for hours. She woke to find herself on the sofa with the television on, her hands and feet bound, no strength to struggle. He was crouched in front of her, holding her phone, a ski mask covering his face, his focus on the task at hand. I know who you are. Why the mask? What do you want? I can't think with the damn TV! The don't touch the remote! Please just don't change... Don't change anything, Porter! Please, just call. I'm calling the police, okay? <laughs> Shit, no signal! Must have lost. Jen, I'm gonna have to go outside to call the police, okay? Okay, okay, that's good. You, you should go. Only for a moment. Porter, no. You need to go. This, this is my fault. You shouldn't be here. No, I'm not leaving you. Porter, you need to go. You know who did this, don't you? Genevieve, tell me. I won't let him hurt you. You can't be here. Go, please. Jen, you're my best friend. I love you. I, I love you. I would never leave you like this. So, I'm going to walk outside and call the police, or, or the fire department, or whoever the hell can get you out of this. Less than a minute, and I'll be right back. What? Give me your hand. You feel that? Yeah. That's me. I'm here. I'm not going far. I'll be right back. I swear, I'll be right back. Join us again next week for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter, Charity Spencer as Genevieve, Paige Delosier as Connie, David Hiller as Harry, 
and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins. Assistant director, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design, Joshua Sui. Original music, Brian Irwin. Editing, Faith McQuinn. Sound mixer, Michael Bowers. Production assistant, Delilah Ferrer. Casting, Courtney Edwards. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. For more information on the show, including a full list of cast and crew, and where to find us on social media, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening.